Hey everybody, it is Journey Unicorn here with another helpful and informative swinger video for anybody who might be new or exploring the scene and hasn't yet learned some of these common things on their own. So one of the questions that a lot of people are like, where are the single women, especially in sex club culture? So anyone who is familiar with my content, I have a YouTube channel where I vlog and tell stories of my experiences at sex clubs downtown Toronto, mostly Oasis Aqua Lounge, also Club M4, NYX Lounge, and of course the X Club with one of my very favorite DJs, DJ Slim. I'm telling you, the DJs fucking matter. I have been to clubs where I was in the middle of a cage and had to stop dancing because I didn't know the fucking song that came after the one I was like, you know, grinding all up against the cage with. So DJs matter. And as somebody who goes to clubs, uh, just take a note and make sure you say to the staff when you leave, thank you for that DJ. That DJ was awesome if they were because they get rated and then they get brought back based on that. So I'm just giving you a heads up. DJs fucking matter. I was a single woman joining this lifestyle in 2019 and I, like everyone else, thought I would walk into the sex club and be flocked with people who would be interested and, you know, it would be just that easy. And in a way, it is that easy if I was, as a single woman, in the right mindset. Um, but because for me specifically, I am a demisexual. I need connection and emotional connection with someone to even want to fuck them. Um, to me, it doesn't make any sense to have sex with a stranger. Like, I'm just, because of how I enjoy sex is different than other people, I need it um, certain on certain levels, right? not just physical. So I did have early success in the lifestyle when I walked in and I did meet a couple and I had sex with them. And then I did the same thing a couple weeks later. Like I, I did get off to a good start. And I think the single woman's down to fuck level, which is what we call a DTF level, is important because if you're a single woman there to have a threesome, you will have a threesome. If you're a single woman there to see what happens, you might not have a threesome. And I think it's because one of the most important lessons I've learned as a single woman is that you need to be a pursuer. You can't just think people are going to come to you. It's intimidating to approach a single woman at a club for couples, especially when there's so much competition. And so the single women, sometimes, you know, it's not just me who's had to learn this lesson. You eventually do have to learn that if you want something, you have to pursue and like make it a little easier for the couples um, so that they can, you know, even feel comfortable coming to you and approaching it. So that's another topic. But Basically, what I learned was I was one of only a few single women um, at, at the first couple events that I went to, and I liked that because I was like, well, I like being the popular, like, single woman. Like, you know, like, it's okay. It works for me. Um, but then as time went on, you know, I would even go there and be one of only a few single women, but I would also go home empty-handed. And not only empty-handed, but I wouldn't have even been, like, approached for, for a dynamic by couples. Like... Yeah, maybe I saw some couples that were polite or made chit chat, but very, very few occasions that any couple ever, you know, make suggestive or sexually suggestive comments to me or like flirt with me. It's more couples who are there on a date with themselves, right? And so as a single woman, as the, in the pool at Oasis Aqua Lounge is mostly where people socialize, I, I have this vivid memory of being a single woman there. And having the whole outside of the pool lined with people who are making out. So what that means is people who are facing each other and kissing each other and not aware of anybody else around them. And I remember I was fucking like basically tits out middle of the pool playing with the water with my hands because there was no one to talk to. That's what it's like for single women sometimes at sex clubs. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast episode. 
basically we like attention. We don't want to work that hard for dick. If we did, we'd be back on Tinder. So basically when we go to a sex club and it's couples nights, every single man there is with a woman. And so we would not only need to find a man that we're attracted to, we would need to find a man that had a, a, a partner that was also interested in the dynamic and whatnot. That's statistically a little less likely. Um, and so some of us women just don't also want to work that hard. Like some of us want to go there and be pursued instead of having to pursue. And so many women I know go to sex clubs on nights when specifically they allow single men. When you look at a sex club calendar and you see that there's like a Saturday night event that looks awesome, check the details. Does it say couples and single women? Okay, well, are you a single woman? Great, you might have fun. You also might be fucking lonely. So maybe if you checked a calendar and you saw, you know, single women plus single men and couples are allowed, then you would go to that night and you would have a very different experience. And so it's the, it's because when there's single men there, it doesn't mean that every night these single men are just like all over you and like all aggressive, whatever. Sometimes there's a bunch of fantastic gentlemen out there socializing, shooting the shit, having a fucking normal social interaction before maybe matching and going upstairs to fuck. This is my ideal lifestyle. The most efficient way to have a social life is to go to a sex club so that you can socialize, hit it off with someone, and you don't even have to worry about like safety or anything like that, like meaning safety of like going to some random place you don't know. You could just go upstairs, fuck, come back down. Like, you know, it's so fucking amazing. So when we single women go to sex clubs when single men are there, not only do we not have to pursue, we have options. And some of us feel like goddesses because it is a lot of male attention, a lot of male validation, and we just kind of get off on, on some of those feelings as well. Let's not be ashamed to admit we like attention. Um, it's just as valid as any other kink or, you know, I have to, I have to say that. Some people still feel bad about wanting attention. And that's absolutely something I'm working on um, de-shaming because wanting attention and wanting to be spanked should be treated the same and not one should be, you know, an acceptable form of sexual expression and the other one not. So yeah, anyways, or not even just sexual expression, obviously. Um, but yeah, so I basically wanted to not only give my voice to this, but I have a sit down with another single woman, Amelia, who was introduced to my channel about a year ago through some TikToks that she saw. I met her, we became fast friends, she quickly made friends with R, and we've been this amazing trio ever since, as well as with awesome, great other people. So we now are two single women who sat down and talked really honestly about what it's like for us experiencing couples nights on at sex clubs so i want you to understand sometimes your best success comes from a more social atmosphere versus um just eliminating a certain demographic off the attendee list like i understand some couples don't even want to be around a bunch of single men jerking off around them totally understandable you will have a great time on couples nights but if you are a single woman and you want to have attention and you want to feel, you know, you're going to have a good night, I would pick a night where they allow single men. Enjoy this chat with Amelia and uh, don't forget to follow me and give me a five star rating on every possible uh, podcast listening app. Let's give it a let's call it a, a gangbang of reviews for Toronto Unicorns podcast. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't get sex off my mind. What can I say? All right, here goes.
Hey everybody, it is Toronto Unicorn and Amelia and we were sitting here having some free Oasis girl chat and we were talking about a very specific topic that I thought would be of use for my channel to hear about the unicorn, the single woman and what it's like to go on uh, to Oasis Aqua Lounge or other sex clubs, I, you know, I can't speak of as much, but when there's no single men there, which is usually a Friday night or a Saturday night. I have my own opinions on this. You can see my opinion on some of these uh, threesome nights where I, I called some of the videos, uh, is it third wheel night or, or is, it, is, it, is it unicorn night or third wheel night? And, uh, and it's not always like that. I've had good nights on unicorn night, but many times I have felt the most lonely I have ever felt at the sex club on a couples only night, right? Same. So that's why we wanted to have this conversation because now Amelia's like, uh, I tried a few, felt a little rejected like you know like what the fuck man we're single women showing up to a sex club and not not feeling the way that we were told we were gonna feel you know yeah so amelia tell us what what you mean when you say you're you know you don't necessarily want to go again so um like the three times that i've gone on couples nights where the single men are not allowed and then single female are allowed is that okay so like i'm walking around there's lots of couples having sex lots of people having sex and then uh so i'll maybe get invited by the one of the men uh or the husband and then the way i am it's all about consent so i also to me i have to also ask the lady the the wife the girlfriend whatever the single lady whoever's there so at three separate occasions i when i was asking the ladies they're like no when the two men are like yes and to put context in that, this was while they were in the middle of playing already, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think my first reaction to that is, A, the men should not have invited you without consulting the wives. That I is agree. absolutely their bad. Having said that, when you're invited by somebody to come in and then one half or whatever is like, oh no, that's rejection. That that's, fucking doesn't feel good. And that's what I'm telling you. I am, I don't like being rejected. Nobody does. No. So I'm now kind of afraid to approach couples. I do. I did have one amazing, amazing experience. That's because I had another female friend with me, and we kind of like, we kind of tag teamed a couple. Yeah, you know, which is I rare. took care yeah. of the the wife, and she took care of the husband. And like you said, that's rare. Yeah. So I'm afraid of rejection now, kind of. And with I, couples I, specifically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we were in the pool the other day. There's a couple that was open, mm -hmm. and you were like, I could kind of see you with them. Yeah. But I was like, I was like. Like, oh, no. Like, what are you talking about? I have no problems with single men. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to have to learn. I'm going to have to learn from you how to, you know, be comfortable with couples again. Well, the thing is, like, I've had the similar experiences where, you know, I'm, I'm walking around on, on unicorn night wearing a unicorn horn. And, yeah, people are friendly, some you know, and, and whatever. But no one made initiative. No one asked to buy me a drink. You know, it was just one of those things where I even at one point tried to pursue. I had tried to match make some couples to make a group of five because I was like, well, let's level up, right? Yeah. And then I'm happy for the couples that they were successful without my intervention, but then I was the only one who wasn't included within, in, when they had their success. And so I couldn't believe that I had gone home empty-handed when I had shown up alone as a single woman, you know, ready for sex potentially, but still, you know, picky. And, uh, yeah, I've got to say, it, you know, they, they make it seem like we, like couples flock to us like birds flock to fucking red, but that you throw for them. And it is, it's a different experience, a different lived experience. So that's what I thought too, to be honest with you. I thought like, um, unicorns are very rare and like mm -hmm. are, are wanted, are sought after. 
But I feel like, honestly, it's more couples is, like, more swapping. Yeah. It's the the husband with the, another wife and then the other, like, wife with the husband. It's not so much they want a single woman or man in it. I think another thing, too, I think the women are more open to, and the husbands are more open to kind of, like, a single man, but the wives are not open to a single woman doing stuff with mm. their... Sometimes, right? yeah. Sometimes. I'm not saying all the time, yeah. right? I just... Maybe that's just my feeling, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not sure. I I'll I'll try again because I'm open to playing with both. There's so much fun being with a couple, and here's what I was trying to convey um, to Amelia was when you are matched with a couple who is like happy to have you, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so excited. We've got like this wonderful girl, you know, that wants to hook up with us. That. And they treat you that way. If they get you a drink, if they get you a towel, if they make small talk, like if they make you feel special and then you have sex, it's so fulfilling because sometimes I like to look at the wife's face because I like to know this. A lot of the wives that I have um, interacted with are proud to have gotten a unicorn. They don't only one situation with a girlfriend where she was a little like uh, turned off by the whole, you know, sharing experience. But other than that, they're happy that they're going to get fucking kudos from their fucking husbands later, okay? These wives are getting Wife of the Year awards for fucking us, right? And so that, I just know that for the most part, I felt welcomed by most of the wives or, or whatever. But, um... Hopefully I'll feel that so. But I haven't yet. Yeah. But I also think with the men, one of the biggest things I've learned is that it's just, they're just... I wish I could describe it almost this way, which is, I don't mean to be offensive at all, but I feel like they're like domesticated men. And then like the single men are like non-domesticated men. So like when you are interacting with single men at the club, I just, there's a little bit more, I don't know what the right word is. Let's just put it this way. I almost prefer not to interact with the men at the, on, on couples nights until I've gotten like good with the woman. Yeah, I agree. Because like they're just standing, they're behind, they're behind yeah. the woman. The woman is the, is the, is the thing you need to get behind. Yeah, um, the deal maker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they might as well just stand there holding our drinks because we're about to fucking do some business. <laughs> you know, meaning, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. chit chat. But I've got to say like I've been turned off by the experience of going on couples nights which is why I don't go. Same. Yeah. And I've, Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you're like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then you're you're like, no, fuck that shit. I'm not going to, you know? Yeah, no, it's twice. Yeah. I went and did not take my clothes off because I wanted to feel the vibe first. Interesting. The first time, like, I kind of just walked around. I was invited. And then the second time, you know, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. And there is a lot of sex on couples only nights because yes. everybody's there on a date for the most yeah. part. Yeah. So there's a lot of fucking sex yeah. to the point where there's like a real estate issue of like, where can we fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, I have walked around many people fucking even on the third floor. And yes, I probably had a few people say like, do you want to, you know, come suck my husband's whatever it is. Sure. Maybe I've got a few offers, but for the most part, I felt a little like an outsider. Same. Yeah. So it's funny because yeah. our experiences are different, yet they're same. Yeah, and I've, I've talked to other single women who have, have consensus on this, that it is not fun to go when it is just couples and single women because we don't get enough attention. 
Having said that, if you're a specific woman who is just very down to fuck and will, is maybe not picky and you're good at pursuing, they may thrive on these nights because it's them going, you know, you know, dealer's choice of couples, right? Mm -hmm. But because I don't like to pursue and I don't like, you know, I, I just want the attention to be like, you know, which couple is attracted to me? What's, what, which couples wants to make an initiative, you know? Um, even when I have pursued, I have pursued before. And I don't like that, but I still have. And I have been successful a few times, and I have been non-successful a few times. And I can't tell you, it's really awkward to offer yourself up to a couple and be like, and then be like, you know, you know, we're on the third floor, we're in lingerie, we're looking around, but no, not you. Like, I mean, you know, sure, enjoy your night, you know? Like, it happens, yes, but it's just we're not as picked up and treasured as, as much as we, we, I guess, maybe wrongfully expected to be. I think men are, single men are easier uh, to fuck or to, you know, get with or it's not a lot of effort kind of thing. Uh, but I think mm. I'm going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to try with more couples, actually. I'm going to try. Good. I think if you learn to pursue and, you know, make that bond with the wife first. Yeah. You'll see you'll have more success. But I do enjoy having sex with couples. I love the dynamic. I think for me... I like more of the ongoing stuff with a couple versus one or two times where you may be actually more inclined to do the special treatment kind of few times, right? Mm -hmm. um, I just think that also, uh, if you don't suck a dick, some couples have a specific fantasy of double blowjobs. So you just have to be very clear up front what your boundaries are yeah. um, because the couple deserves to know what they're getting, right? Well, I do suck dick. I just don't do it at the club. Yes, true. That's a good yeah. correction. Yes. But if you're not going to suck their husband's dick with yeah. them, just let them know it's on the table, yeah. Because that would be important to me if, 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 you know, I remember the look of shock on the girl's face when when the guy was about to come and she and, and I, she's like, get down here with me. And I was like, oh, no, I don't do that. And she was like, like, like shocked. And I'm like, sorry, like, yeah. sorry, not sorry. But like, yeah, this is what you like. This is what you, yeah. Right? These are your boundaries. Or so. this is what's okay at the club. The reason that I don't, I'm, I'm going to get into this now too, mm -hmm. why I suck dick at the club is because I've seen men not use condoms. Mm. I've seen them go in assholes, and I've seen them go in pussy. <laughs> I can say that, right? I said yeah, I'll filter whatever I need to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah. that's why I won't. Yeah. I don't know where your dick has been, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, maybe if you had just got there, and, you know, I got there with you. I know you haven't had sex with somebody else. I, you know, and I'm feeling you, and your dick looks delicious. Uh, I will suck it, but um, I've... With my own eyes, seen men, um, like maybe it's like twelve o'clock at night or midnight or one o'clock, and mm -hmm. I've seen them fuck girls, yeah, guys, whatever, no condoms, and I'm just like I'm yeah. not sucking that dick. Interesting. I mean, I I completely understand that. I think it kind of brings us into a topic that I think we'll cover in more depth on another video. Is the fucking sloppy feeling of being, you know, many women down the line of a guy's night. I, I, as much as we're sex positive. And we, we understand that women like to fuck a lot of men and men like to fuck a lot of women. Doesn't mean we always want to be, you know, third dip of the night. You know, we don't, that was so graphic. Um, it, I just don't, there's something a little less exciting I about being not first, frankly. I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. I cannot wait to tell you how I feel about this. Yeah, because it's as much as we're easygoing at the club about the fact that people are entitled to do what they want to do, you know, it's just, it's just like, it just doesn't, it turns us off a bit when we're like, oh, you know, you're, you, you qualified for my third cum shot. Okay, great. Who doesn't like being number one? <laughs> I know. Right? 
I don't know anything else. <laughs> I don't want to be anything else. So, that's not true. As a unicorn, I'm number three. <laughs> it's okay. Because when it's an understood and negotiated dynamic, it's then fun. It's fine. It's fun. It's fine, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that was the topic I wanted to cover because everyone thinks that unicorns are just, like, flocked to and treated so well. And I also was, was explaining to people the other day about how the reason I started doing advice videos about unicorns and, and couples and how to court them is because we were treated like shit. Uh, we had couples that, you know, would treat my safety as, you know, irrelevant um, or non-considered, you know, just crazy shit that they would expect me to do without knowing them, um, things like that. And I just think that, I think couples out there who are trying to break, you know, break open their marriage, have some fun, spice it up with a woman, I think that they're coming at it from a very specific perspective. And uh, as a single woman, I just want to help them understand, this is going to come out a little harshly, but we're not in it to fucking fulfill their fantasy all the time. We're an individual contributor and uh, we have our own needs, wants, boundaries and everything else. And so until couples understand that we're not there to fulfill their sexual fantasy and go away, that's not what I think a unicorn is. If you need that, you go and you find Google and you find a sex worker to come and fulfill that fantasy because they will do it for what? I don't know, how, a couple hundred bucks? Problem solved. You come up to a fucking woman like me and A, expect sex right away, ask me to swallow your cum, all these things, I'm going to fucking walk away, you know? So I just think there is a level of uh, how couples interact with single women that I think could use some, you know, discussion because some couples are great some couples are wonderful and some couples think that we are there to fulfill their their fantasy and then get the fuck out um and i mean that because i have seen posts on fetlife where a woman actually advertised this threesome she wanted to throw for her husband or whatever and she had actually said in it that after the sex was over the woman is not to speak and to get into her car and leave immediately no i also believe in aftercare man that's like, that's a whole nother topic. I'm going to start asking for aftercare from every guy I fuck. But I want a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, yeah. And I want to cuddle. Green, green <laughs> M&M's with, with, you know, you know with almonds inside. Yeah, yeah. And without the wrappers. Yeah. Right? On a skewer. So and fed to you like this? Literally, aftercare right? is one of those things that's more from the BDSM community, which is like a kink community. And usually when you have an intense scene, especially with power play dynamics, so dominant submissive play, there can be a, a leveling out of emotions. And when that submissive comes up, and sometimes the dom can have, um, you know, a, a period of dom aftercare is needed too, you can have conflicting emotions about what you've done. You know, things that were said in the heat of sex that maybe now you're like, oh my God, did I just let him call me those terrible things? So sometimes you need to have a little bit of aftercare, which is something that you can negotiate with your partner. In advance so that you could say look I'm gonna feel a little down for a few days after this so what I'll need is you to check in on me by text maybe you know you know some people literally ask for a cookie and a cuddle after sex so that they feel back bringing back so there's that's what aftercare is having said that I'm like I want some fucking aftercare I don't need to get whipped to get yeah, aftercare yeah, yeah same so yeah so I don't know what I would ask for but I certainly don't want a guy to fucking you know leave me at the fucking bed while he goes and finds another woman to fuck that's not aftercare um that's something I would be like a little turned off it's by, really but. tricky at the club right it is but I think there's, there's a level respect. of of you know a cooling off period yeah. from one partner at least like, keep in mind yeah. that before last year, I had never, ever fucked a man that had fucked someone else in the same day that I knew of. 
because it would be icky to me. It was icky. It was like, why the fuck would I do that or want that? And so the fact that I'm willing to do that now doesn't mean I prefer it. It's like, I, I would always want to be a guy's potential date for the night and mm-hmm. if it was a good vibe versus let him go run off. But that's not always my choice, right? Yeah. So, so I hope you enjoyed this chat. We're about to go off to Oasis right now. It is a Sunday night and uh, there's some, you know, some good, good, good people showing up. So you're going to come with us. You're going to catch the vlog. And thank you, Amelia. Have a great night. If you've enjoyed the content that I've brought in the sex and swinging world, I hope that you consider supporting my podcast by giving it a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. I also have an Amazon storefront where you can go and browse a lot of my fun, sexy things that I found. Also some practical things that I have a, a list called don't cheap out on this. Uh, and it's like good toilet paper and shit because um, let me just tell you, sex can be ruined with, with lint balls from shitty fucking toilet paper. So I hope that you consider checking out all of my links. They are always in the description of this podcast or YouTube video.